Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to the Dwell Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and today we are talking to Tracy Sullivan. She is our guest today, and we are going to be talking about our verse, our new verse for um, the month, and it is 1 Thessalonians 5.11. It says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. So we get to talk about encouragement. We get to talk about building one another up and we get to talk with Tracy Sullivan. Welcome, Tracy. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. So um, we are not going to delve super deep into the verse in this first episode because we want to hear about you. We want to know who you are. Why is it that this specific verse, though, is a good verse for you to talk about? Like, what is it about this verse that just gets you jazzed? Or what is it about this verse that you feel like really just says so much to you? Yeah. So I love this verse um, for lots of reasons. I When I think about this verse, it reminds me of really the purpose that God has for each of our lives as believers in being spiritual leaders. And I know we're going to talk a lot more about that, but leading others to Jesus as we're following him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I work in the field of leadership development. And so as I think about this verse, it's meaningful to me there as I'm trying to encourage others who are leading others. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, stepping outside of work, it's even more meaningful for each of us as we step into that awesome, greater purpose that God has for us in the lives of the people that he's put all around us. Awesome. Now, Tracy, you recently wrote a book and it's called Small Batch Discipleship. You had said, I think when we were talking about this, that you write this verse in the book or you like when you sign it for somebody or whatever, like this is a guiding principle kind of verse for your ideas about what does it mean to be discipling people in in small batches. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah. So my thank you. My book is called <laughs> Discipleship. I've been working on that for the last three years. It just launched. And um, the book is really where it came from was me walking with a mentor of my own. And she was really helping me prayerfully discern and put all the puzzle pieces together for what God was doing uniquely in my life. Like, what is my purpose? And so I was thinking about leadership. I was thinking about discipleship, which has become so important in my own personal walk with Jesus and my passions and, you know, the things that have been fun for me in life. And I started to put those puzzle pieces together, realizing that they really are kind of one and the same. Hmm. And so small batch discipleship was really birthed. And right about that time, I was at church one day when we when we all were walking into the church building <laughs> once upon a time. Way back in the way the back. Time. Yeah. And somebody approached me interestingly at the coffee bar. And it was a woman who'd been a believer her whole life. And she was very seasoned, very mature in her faith. And she said, you know, I know that you're personal ministry is disciple making, like you have other people in your home and this is what you love to do. I've never had anybody actually do that in my own life, but I really want to. Can you just 
like tell me or maybe even write down what it is that you guys are doing. And, um, and so that was really where God planted the seed for me. Like, ha, huh, I wonder if I could write it down. Like, could I write that down? Lord? And <laughs> is that so, a thing? Yeah. Like, is that possible? And so I just started getting up super early. Like God would literally wake me up at four in the morning and we would just sit there together and I would start writing. And so it became this experience with the Lord where stories came out and mm. then biblical truths came out and it sort of morphed into a tool that that I hope and pray and I'm hearing that folks feel like we're sitting on the couch together with a cup of coffee and we're telling stories about how yeah. God has transformed my life and and many others lives through this personal discipleship walk, but also laying down the foundations of what it looks like to walk out, you know, start to finish, alpha to omega, soup to nuts, a personal discipleship journey and everything that goes in it. So that if you wanted to walk into something like this too and start running with Jesus in this kind of way, like through the Great Commission, you would have what you'd need to get started. And then God would help you to put your own signature touch on the process as you're going. I just absolutely love that. And I commend you for getting up at four in the morning and having a good attitude about it. <laughs> You're like, God is waking me up at 4 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think I would be like, Lord, stop. <laughs> it's too early. Come back in a couple hours. I might feel uh, that way now, but at the time it was good. <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing how, um, how when God is working, uh, we just have that that energy and that ability to just really run with him and say yes. And, and even like things that are um, maybe not our natural aptitude become something that we, that is a joy and not a burden, you know, totally. because we're running with him, you know, we're doing mm -hmm. it with him and he's, he's the one really kind of carrying all the weight. <laughs> I love that. I mean, things that we never thought we would do. I never thought I would do something like writing a book, but God does, God does that. He calls us to be with him in ways that maybe we never would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I don't know you super well, Tracy. Um, and so because of that, and I know most of our listeners probably don't either, I would love to know, you know, the, like, would the real Tracy please step up and not the one who wakes up at 4 a.m. <laughs> and writes books. Um, but who, like, ha tell us your story. Give us like the the five minute cliff notes or give us some great highlights of just how you've seen God weave your story with his story and, mm. and make something really beautiful out of your life. Cause I, I, that's my like most favorite part of what I get to do is just getting to hear, you know, where has, where are the touch points for you? Where has God personally done things in your life that are beautiful that you would love to just be able to share about? Mm-hmm. So I was not the person who was running with the Lord her whole life. And so mm -hmm. I, I honestly feel like the least likely candidate to even be having a God conversation today. That's just mm -hmm. pure grace. 
Um, but I grew up kind of believing in a God, but I was really kind of, I was really more of an academic kid. You know, I loved mm-hmm. school, loved studying and learning. Um, but I didn't have any interest in the God of the Bible. And I think that's because the kids that I knew as a young person never were able to think through their faith. They, they really didn't answer my questions that I had about <laughs> what they believed. And so that didn't work very well for me. Right. And so fast forward, God in his infinite sense of, you know, holy humor allows me to meet my husband, who is a lifetime believer, Southern Baptist kid through and through, um, who at the same time was really not walking out a journey that was consistent with his beliefs. And so he, God flings us together and and at the perfect point in my life, because I started hammering him with all of my spiritual questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was able to answer every question I had with the truth of God's word. And so I knew deep inside of me that what he was saying was true. And and meanwhile, God used his truth to convict John about wandering away from him. So it's like God was doing business with both of our hearts through one another at the same time. And I just kept, I know, I kept wrestling with God and he kept pursuing my skeptical heart until ultimately I was just overwhelmed with his love for me and able to finally rest in it. And and Mm -hmm. I feel like my life has really never been the same since. I'm I'm an adventurer at heart, but he's invited me into the adventure that I can't predict. And I love not knowing what <laughs> is around the next corner, because that's really what it looks like to walk mm. with Jesus, I think. I think that's awesome. I uh, I would affirm that not knowing what's around the next corner, but I'm not the same kind of adventurer as you are. So I usually am like kicking and squealing and screaming and like, oh, but do we have to? I really am comfortable right here. (laughs) And then I get there and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. This is where we belong. (laughs) Well, and it's funny because there's, you know, wrestle and struggle on both sides of that. Like for the Mm. restless, stir crazy adventurer, sometimes you're begging God to do something big and sparkly that thrills you to the core. And he asks, Asks you to sit and stay and be satisfied in small moments of intimacy with him. So it's just the same right. um, that he's working on us. That's yeah. I, that's what he's certainly doing inside of me all the time. I love that. I love um, I love too that um, somebody who is a, a big time, big picture adventurer type person gets called to write a book about small batch discipleship. <laughs> I love does that, that too. <laughs> does that feel like, like really, like really, really? Cause yes. I feel like I was made to do big things, uh, you know? Ab- absolutely. A- absolutely. God has in multiple occasions reminded me to flip my book over and, and has said to me, tell me again what the title of the book is, because You know, I think as he's walking with me through my wrestlings, I do a couple of things. Number one, I I tend to put way too much on my own plate. And so he's reminding me over and again that my work is not my worth. Mm. You know, and and I think we maybe all need to say that he loves me and he's not calling me to run myself ragged to demonstrate to others that love, but just to keep receiving it. Mm. But then he's also calling me to focus spiritually on this small batch idea, like that he makes big, sparkly, beautiful, wonderful kingdom advancing things from small 
stuff that he's doing in our life. And so for me as a new author, I feel like Natalie, it's really easy to like jump into the comparison game and start comparing my own ministry with people who are a bunch of steps ahead of me. Um, And this kind of work because they're the ones that are easiest to see out there. But God's reminding me that he's responsible for those big and sparkly things that are meant to bring him glory anyhow and not me. (laughs) And I'm supposed to do the small things well, like to love and serve the people that he's got right in front of me well and deeply and personally. And I can't do all the things, but I can do that really well. And I feel like those are the things that God multiplies to really matter for the kingdom in the end. Anyhow. Amen. I think you're right. Um, I think as a, as a culture, we tend towards valuing the idea of having a big audience over Mm -hmm. um, like we even would attribute somebody with a big audience as having some sort of special knowledge or insight or, um, you know, there's a reason they've got such a big audience. So they must be awesome. When in reality, there are so many people, if you think about in your own life, who have no audience, you know, or a very small audience or very small people as an audience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it's, it's amazing that influence that we can have over the small things like a, like just because you have a big audience you may have a very small impact on each of those you know that million people mm-hmm. that you influence but you may only influence one other person in such a massive way that has far more lasting and important value in the eternal you know the scheme of things mm-hmm. so to speak um so i just love that i love that idea of small batch i think that's awesome so I want to, I love that you mentioned the word influence and uh-huh. I don't know if we're out of time, but I'd love to chat about that. Um, okay. Well, ask us, ask us a question about influence and we will talk about it on our next episode. So people who are like, we're giving you a cliffhanger that you want to come <laughs> and tune back in with us. So come ask back. us a question about influence or tell us a thing and then give us like a teaser and then we'll come okay. back to it in the next episode. Okay, so who are the people that have really had the greatest influence or positive impact on your life? Are they those big and sparkly people or is it maybe somebody else? Yeah, allow yourself to really consider who are the people that have the biggest influence in your life. And we will talk and find out the right answer. No, just kidding. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about our answers um, in the next episode. But Tracy, thank you so much for being on this episode and just, you know, opening yourself up and and giving us some great insight into who you are and how God has worked. And as a mom of teenagers, I love to hear about your story of skepticism <laughs> because, you know, sometimes people, we all have a lot of questions. I always tell my kids, there's no bad questions. And yet there are times when they ask questions and I'm just like, I just, can we stop with all the questions? (laughs) Uh, So I appreciate your Well, my joy. Thanks for having me. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll see you next time, everybody. And uh, those of you who are interested, you can check out more about Tracy. We have links in the the description of this podcast where you can find out more about her, about her book. You can follow her on Instagram, things like that. Um, So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. 
You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast. Thank you.